Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Lollipop, lollipop, Good afternoon, Delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness here on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across Colican District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. Speaking of streaming online, welcome, Max. How's it going? I'm good, yeah. You're good? (laughs) (laughs) We're in, what are we, week three of imposed lockdown? Yeah. I think I can still keep track of the days. (laughs) <laughs> How's your week been? Pretty good, yeah. Pretty same, same, or uh, any highlights? Uh, yesterday, Dad, Charlotte, and I went fishing again. It's a good, it's a good thing that we can at least get out and do that sort of thing. <laughs> it's yeah, not, not quite the same lockdown restrictions as Melbourne, where you're not allowed to move. <laughs> yeah, but uh, how did fishing go? Good, yeah. <laughs> no wild weather. Uh, yeah, um, it. We were going to go home like 12, but it got really windy, so we left a bit early. So, yeah. Yeah, we've had uh, quite wild weather this week. How did you fare after that massive storm? Yeah, um, the power went out here, so, mm-hmm. yeah, we couldn't do much. And, yeah. <laughs> Kept your roof, though, no big bad wolf <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> kind of blowing things over. Yeah. No. <laughs> All good. Well then, uh, let's kick off and find out what's new on the shelf then, hey? Yep. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's new, Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, uh, listeners of the show <clears throat> must be getting, or well, even big companies, I, I think it might be, are uh, tuning into Afternoon Delight and getting uh, ideas for new products based on your name. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we've had Dare with the Maxibon flavour, we've had Maxibon with the Dare flavour. This week, what's new on the shelf? It's Pepsi Max. <laughs> Pepsi. New flavour. <laughs> Who would have thought the Pepsi Max could have a new flavour? Mm. And uh, considering we're all in lockdown and can't go on holidays, this has got a bit of a tropical flavour to it. Mhm. Mhm. So, uh, what what have they done? It's mango flavor. Mango flavor. Hmm. So, yeah. what what's your thoughts before we uh, get into it? I don't know. <laughs> Are you normally a man- uh, mango fan? Not really. <laughs> oh, okay. Not yeah. not a fan. Mm. <laughs> See, mango is one of those essential parts. So, are you normally like when it's you know. Tropical cordial flavour, or yeah, I like that. You like that? See, mango is a yep. pretty uh, prominent element in a man- in a tropical flavour. I would have thought. Yeah, but you're not not a fan. 
Not by itself. Not, no. not just by itself. Yeah, it's it's a such a juicy fruit, but very uh, identifiable in flavour. It's got that kind of long-lasting taste in your mouth, and a, a fresh mango is very, very refreshing. Yeah. But let's see what this Pepsi Max is like then with a bit of a mango, whether it's mango hint or whether it's a full-blown, um, like, you know, cherry, cola, coke sort of arrangement. Because it's, yeah. it's literally only just been released uh, here in Australia, Turkey, Serbia, Hungary, the Czech Republic and Poland. But um, let's have a... Okay. Now, sniff test and stuff like that, how's that going for you? <laughs> it smells really strong. Smells really strong mm. of Pepsi or mm. of mango or of both? Pepsi. Okay. Mm. So may mm-hmm. maybe not so much mango? Mm. Okay, give it a, um, a gulp. Let me know what you think. Different? Different. Yeah. It's not as syrupy as I was thinking it was going to be. Often that mango flavour is very rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've downed that. What's your thoughts? Bad. Not bad, palatable. <laughs> mm. you, you'd be able to drink that. Yeah. It's not yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, it's it's yeah. It's a it does have that lingering taste of mango, but it, uh-huh. it's not for those I guess who are fans of Pepsi. It's probably not overpowering the Pepsi taste too much. Yeah. But the mango That's, definitely lingers. Yeah. Uh huh. It's good. I'm trying to think. I'm not a huge Pepsi drinker. Is Pepsi usually <laughs> sweet or? Uh, I know it's zero sugar being know. Pepsi Max. Yeah. But, but does it normally have a, a sweetener taste is the question. Mm-hmm. But uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. What are you giving Pepsi Max the mango edition? I'm going to do two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Wow. And mm. here you were going into it saying, no, nah, this is not my cup of tea or cup <laughs> of Pepsi. <laughs> Two thumbs up. There you go. So that is mm. uh, Pepsi Max mango flavour. Mm-hmm. Very good. You might you might even uh, drink more of that, methinks. Mm. <laughs> is examining the bottle. Well, that's what we should talk about. What's, uh, what's different about the packaging for the mango flavour? It's got an uh, orange lid. It's got a picture of mangoes. Um, just... Orange all around it. Yeah. Yeah, kind of embrace that orange mango-esque look. Yeah. Still got all the Pepsi branding and logos, of course. But there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we might take mm. a uh, very, very quick break here on Afternoon Delight. And we'll come back to talk about this week's topic. So uh, if you've tried the Pepsi mango and you want to cast your uh, opinion, feel free to do so by texting... 0439-329-713 or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. But as yep. Max said, the uh, the the mango-flavoured Pepsi Max there, up there with all the other flavours that they've released over time, the vanilla, raspberry, cherry, all those different types. We'll be back after this. <laughs>
uh, Mun Afternoon Delight to take a look at this week's topic, which is... Toblerone. Toblerone. What do you know about Toblerone, Max? I've won one before yeah. in a kinder raffle. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it, it was for Father's Day ah. and it was like a um, huge one. I was, I was yeah. about to say, was it a normal-sized one or a massive one? Massive. Because uh, that's kind of the reason that I've uh, chosen the topic today of Toblerone is around this time of year, Mother's Day and Father's Day each year, Toblerone goes crazy. <laughs> yeah. how, how big was the massive Toblerone? It was like a metre long mm-hmm. and it was really thick. <laughs> About four and a half kilos in size. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's let's talk Toblerone then, because they're a, a Swiss chocolate brand that's currently owned by the Mondelez International brand, but uh, it was formerly Kraft Food. But uh, it was invented back in 1908 by Emil Bowman and Theodore Tobler. Can you work out where the name came from? Yep. <laughs> so Emil Bowman, who is the cousin of Theodore Tobler, created the unique recipe, which has milk chocolate nougat, almonds, and honey. And then Theodore Tobler came up with the very distinctive shape and packaging, which is a kind of pyramid arrangement. Is that the best description? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The triangle shapes are inspired by the Matterhorn of the Swiss Alps, and that's apparently where Theodore got his inspiration for the Toblerone. However, according to his sons, the triangular shapes originate from um, some other pyramids that dancers at the Folly Burger created as the finale of their show that uh, he saw. So, a mm. bit, a bit of a, a mixed history as to why it might have been one or the other. Mm. So, some early advertisements for the Toblerone uh, appeared in the international Esperanto language. Are you familiar with Esperanto? Uh, no. <laughs> That's because no one is. <laughs> it is the most widely spoken international language that nobody knows. <laughs> Esperanto is um, it was a language to kind of wipe out all other languages so that everyone would just speak Esperanto, but mm-hmm. it, it never caught on. <laughs> so for everyone who speaks Esperanto... There's about a thousand other people that don't speak Esperanto. (laughs) But uh, Toblerone have always been about clever marketing, so um, jumping on board the Esperanto train mightn't have been a a good idea. Anyway, 1909 was when Theodore Tobler applied for the patent for the manufacturing process in their Bern um, uh, factory. And then mm-hmm. the Toblerone brand itself was also trademarked at the Swiss Federal Institute of Intellectual Pro- Property in Bern in 1909 as well. Now, the Tobler company was quite independent for many, many, many years. It was kind of a family-owned business. By 1970, though, it merged with Sucard, which is the makers of the Milka um, confectionery items, another brand of German chocolate. And that merger turned them into Interfood, as the name of the company. Mm-hmm. After that, they merged uh, and created a new single source for all their marketing and exporting. 
and called their brand Multifood. Mm-hmm. Then uh, the son of Emil Bowman was made director of the new division. And do you know what his name was? What? Max. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Max Bowman became the director of that new company. And after that, Tobler and Shushard companies merged with the Jacobs Coffee Company in 1982. And then they were all acquired in 1990 by Kraft Foods before they've changed their name to Mondelez. So that's kind of where they sit in the global market these days. They're owned by the Mondelez Company, which, oh man, it, it seems to own quite the uh, conglomerate when it comes to food a lot of craft products and things like that. So um, it's no longer a little family business. But the, um, the name, as we said earlier, does come from uh, Tobler's third name, but also matches in Tyrone, which is the Italian word for nougat. So that's mm. why it's Tobler, Tyrone, becomes Toblerone. Yeah. Uh, there are a few different varieties of Toblerone out there. They have the plain chocolate ones, which is what we see kind of all year round in a yellow or a black triangular box, which was invented in 1969. Then they introduced a white chocolate version in 1973, and that's in a white triangular box. Um, a bit of a, a merge of the two is what they call snow top. So it's yeah. A chocolate version with white chocolate peaks on the mountains. Cool. And that's in a white and silver triangular box. Um, there are some filled editions in a blue box that has uh, milk chocolate outside with a white chocolate center. Toblerone mm-hmm. also had a praline um, edition there for a little while, released in 1997. They did a fruit and nut version with a half purple box back in 2007. In 2009, they did a honeycomb edition, so replacing the uh, little pieces of nougat with crunchy honeycomb pieces. And they've also done a salted almond version, which would be quite a different taste. Oh. And uh, one you might like, I'm not quite sure, would be the crispy coconut. Honey, almond nougat and coconut. Mm. You're a bit partial (laughs) to that. Maybe, maybe not. Mm. There was a a little bit of controversy back in 2016. Now, we we say it on the show here all the time that uh, things just aren't what they used to be. But in 2009, two peaks were removed from the Toblerone bar, and there was a larger gap in between the peaks in the bars in the United Kingdom. That was to cut down the weight and reduce cost whilst retaining the same package and size. But there was people calling on the government and Scottish Parliament saying to bring back the original shape of the Toblerone. We want our chocolate back. So... It was announced in 2018 that the bar would revert to their original shape and would be replaced by a 200-gram bar instead of 150-gram. You know you're on a winner when uh, people are complaining to their local politicians that you've changed the shape of your chocolate. A little bit silly. 
Um, the Toblerone pops up in pop culture quite a bit uh, in the Swiss uh, border protection. There's a series of anti-tank um, things placed along so that they don't get attacked and have wars and stuff. But uh, they've used the pyramid shape of the Toblerone to make these little kind of anti-tank turrets, mm-hmm. which is pretty distinctive. Mm-hmm. Uh, another fun fact about the Toblerone was, you know, the original Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory film from 1971? Yeah. You know, the good one? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was filmed at the Tobler factory in Switzerland. Oh. That interior um, shots of the different chocolate factory parts were shot at the Toblerone factory. So they, they used a real chocolate factory. They shot mm. lo- lots of um, other parts of the movie around different areas in Germany. But, uh, yeah, for the chocolate factory stuff, that's where it was. Cool. Mm. And my other fun fact is if you look really carefully on your Toblerone package, can you see, uh, what do you see in the um, Toblerone logo? Can you describe it to us? Um, looks like an animal. There is an animal, yes. <laughs> can you work out what animal it is? So there's a mountain, one of the Swiss Alps um, is pictured, but within that the snow covering makes a shape of what type of animal? Is it a bear? It is a bear, yeah. And that's because the country uh, or the town in Switzerland is Bern. Uh, that's where the the factory is. And so the bears that are native to Bern are hidden in the, the Toblerone logo. That's cool. Yeah, pretty clever. Yeah. And that's the symbol of that city. Yeah. So there you go, a little bit about the Toblerone. And as we said, um, at this time of year, because it's Mother's Day, Father's Day, those sorts of things, they uh, do kind of personalised Toblerones, where people can uh, opt to get their name printed on the outside of the pack. Yep. But they also do more special occasions ones, like for Father's Day, they do up heaps of Toblerone boxes, and instead of them saying Toblerone, um, they might say, uh, not socks, happy Father's Day, (laughs) (laughs) or my hero, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So they print them with different, uh, different captions and things like that. Mm, Cool. But uh, it's one of many, many, many different gifts out there that are on the shelves for Father's Day. Yep. (laughs) So we might take a quick break and we'll uh, come back to put the spotlight on the Toblerone, give it a bit of a taste test after this. But if you've got any any Toblerone facts, fun figures and that sort of stuff, we'll, uh, we'll share that right after the break. On Afternoon Delight, it's time for us to uh, put the spotlight on the Toblerone. And uh, Max, your mum has uh, sent through some photos we're going to share on the uh, Afternoon Delight Facebook page. <laughs> Do you know what they're of? Uh, the big Toblerone I want. <laughs> yep. Uh, dear me, definitely turning back the clock 
on uh, it's not that you know you were young and this is the normal size Toblerone. That is definitely a uh, four point five kilo massive meter long Toblerone, <laughs> which is pretty dang cool. So uh, we're only a week away from Father's Day. Um, without giving away too much, are you feeling organised or a bit uh, rushed? I've already given Dad one of my presents for him. Already? Yeah. Oh, well, you, I suppose you can talk about that. Was he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was he surprised? Was this early, or is just with the lockdown happening at the moment? Yeah, could have been any day. We gave it to him because it's fishing stuff, so ah. we could use it yesterday at fishing. Good plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, let's uh, pop open the Toblerone then, hey? <clears throat> yep. So, as we said, it's very distinctive packaging. It's a cardboard uh, triangular prism. Mm -hmm. if, if ever I'm trying to teach this concept in my classroom, Toblerone is the, the one that I go to when I say, oh, if you think you have a triangular prism, this is what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Triangles at both ends, long rectangular sides. Yeah. It's clever how they do the rip-off around the top. And then the, you lift it open. Yeah, it gives it a little kind of hidey hole door. Yeah. That you can technically seal up again once you've taken off a couple of pieces. Mm-hmm. Because serving size-wise, it is recommended... Oh, what do we got there? Average per serving, 130... Ooh, 100 grams. Got a 100 gram block. Where is our serving suggestion size there? You got me stump max. <laughs> a lot of this is in uh, a foreign language, and it's not Swiss. <laughs> I'd say because it was produced in a uh, country that is not Australia, I'm not fluent in that language. No, there we go. Four servings per pack. <laughs> we got there in the end. Yeah. So if you're doing your dividing by four, they're saying three pyramids per serve. Does that sound about right? Yep. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. So like little pyramid mountain things. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and you can see it's foil wrapped, but yep. within the little triangular bits, you can also see little bits of nougat and stuff, mm -hmm. the crushed up almond. Yeah. So if you pull off one piece, it, the triangular piece, it's not... Uh, exactly a pyramid because it doesn't come to an apex at the top and then have a kind of either as it's got a rectangular base if that makes sense yeah not a square base pyramid or anything like that and it doesn't come to a point yeah it's, it's rounded rounded top so not an official pyramid but it is triangular shaped chocolate which makes it mm -hmm. just as odd and just as unique yeah so, have a bit of a nibble on that. Let us know what your thoughts are as you uh, munch down on the Swiss chocolate. Can you taste honey and, honey and almond nougat through it? 
It's, it's good. <laughs> it's always very chewy as well. Yeah. So the majority is chocolate, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Taste-wise, though, you can taste the... I was going to say overture. What's the word? Overtones <laughs> of honey, perhaps? Yep. The, the nougat and almond pieces give it a little bit of a crunch. Mm-hmm. But majority of the flavour is that Swiss chocolate. It's, mm-hmm. it's very smooth. Yeah. yeah. Not quite as creamy as maybe Cadbury chocolate we would have here in Australia. Yeah. But uh, what stands out for you? The chocolate. <laughs> the chocolate? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sweet, kind of what's the word? Yeah, no, I'm 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 going to stick with sweet. It's a it's a very smooth chocolate taste. Yeah. Hmm. But uh thumbs up, thumbs down. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up all the way to the shop. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And uh, in comparison to the uh the mango Coke. <laughs> uh, sorry, mango Pepsi. Um, Even no. we're, not, we're not necessarily putting them head to head, but <laughs> they're two very different products. Yeah. But uh, where the the mango was quite a sweet taste, this honey is much more subtle. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, you've already got people uh, like <laughs> liking your uh, photos on Facebook there of. The giant Toblerone. W- was it almost <laughs> as big as you back then? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm just looking for size comparison. You're trying to fit it in the car, and uh, it, it looks like it was taking up more of the seat than you were. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So uh, you're listening to Afternoon Delight. We're looking at Toblerones today. We're going to take a quick break, and if you've got any Toblerone fun things to share on the show today, feel free to text 0439 329 713. We'll be back with the sweetest tune right after this. It is time and afternoon to light Max for our sweetest tune. And uh, we've got a few different things we could have gone with, being Toblerone, yeah. kind of, I don't know if there's songs about triangles. <laughs> uh, there's, we, we almost went down the path of Switzerland and yodeling. Yeah. I was this close, I tell you what. But no, <laughs> I've, uh, I've saved your ears, and instead, <laughs> we've gone with a tune released by Ike and Tina Turner uh, back in 1966 called River Deep, Mountain High. Uh, can you guess why we've guessed, gone with that one? Because the logo of Toblerone is a mountain. Yeah, pretty much. Swiss Alps, mountains. <laughs> yeah, there we go. So, um, apparently, behind the scenes of this song, 
Phil Spector had seen Ike and Tina Turner perform at a club and so he invited them to appear on the big Tonight Show. He was impressed by Tina Turner and wanted to use her voice with his band The Wrecking Crew and his wall of sound production technique, which he's very famous for. So he went to their house, struck a deal with Ike Turner to produce Tina. Ike agreed, but wanted the recordings to be credited to both Ike and Tina. And considering at the time they were both signed to a different um, record label, they then had to negotiate a deal before it was struck as a, yeah, we can do this. So uh, here it is. This is Ike and Tina Turner with River Deep, Mountain High. That there was River Deep Mountain High, our sweetest tune on Afternoon Delight. Max, have you heard that one before? No. <laughs> Haven't come across that one? Yeah. Quite a big hit. I don't think so. Mm. Um, well, let's take a look at the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. There's already people uh, jumping on, commenting about stuff from this week. <laughs> um, people are uh, loving your super cuteness of uh, being a Whittle Max <laughs> with a giant Toblerone. But uh, Kat has uh, commented on our Max Taste No Sugar um, Pepsi Max Mango flavour, saying it's not as good as the raspberry version, but it's still good, though. <laughs> I'm yeah. that we, we definitely did have the, the um, raspberry on this show at some stage, didn't we? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I think so. Uh, Take a look back at last week. We were um, finishing off the part two of our Maxi Bon and, and Dare combo show. And yep. we were asking the question um, of Maxi Bonds, because that was our main focus. What is people's favourite flavour? Uh, David um, says, I'll have the Maxi Bon that uh, you don't want, Max. <laughs> Whichever one. You, you leave, he'll take it. Shelley says caramel's her favourite. Darren says honeycomb's the best flavour. So everyone's kind of mixed on that one. No one's uh, really standing out as being the flavour. I'd really like to try that peanut butter um, flavoured one. Mm. I think that would be a very unique ice cream flavour. Mm. Oh, I like the caramel. Yeah, I was about to say you were a big fan of the caramel one yeah. that we had. And uh, our What's New last week was the Monte Carlo Black Forest. Uh, uh-huh. And David uh, says, they look nice. I'll uh, try and find them. There you go. So, uh-huh. uh, as always, people can head to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and share uh, their thoughts on those things that we post, the recipes and the photos and whatnot, and uh, let us know if you've yep. got any feedback on the show. We are fast running out of time, Max. We'd better take a very, very quick break because we've got a recipe to share. So I'll be back with more Afternoon Delight. Say hey, good looking What you got cooking How's about cooking Something up with me On Afternoon Delight, it is time for us to share a recipe. Max, what are we making today? 
Toblerone brownies. Toblerone brownies. What do we need? 250 grams of unsalted butter. 150 grams of dark chocolate chopped. 360 grams of Toblerone. Four eggs. 300 grams of caster sugar. 150 grams of plain flour. And 50 grams of cocoa. And how do we make it? Preheat the oven to 160 degrees Celsius. Line a rectangular baking dish with baking paper in a double boiler or, or bane marie. Melt the butter with the dark chocolate and three quarters of the Toblerone, stirring regularly. Allow to cool slightly. In a large bowl, whisk the eggs with the caster sugar until light and fluffy. Fold the melted chocolate through the whisked eggs. Sift the flour and cocoa into a bowl and fold through. Roughly chop the remaining Toblerone and add it to the mixture. And yummo. <laughs> yeah. Last thing. Pour the mixture into the prepared dish and bake for 45 minutes. Allow to cool slightly before cutting into cutting into squares and serving. <laughs> and uh, of that uh, particular, look, there are lots and lots of different Toblerone recipes out there. Brandy's being one of many. Uh, Toblerone cheesecake is often something that pops up. Uh-huh. And there was uh, many a Toblerone-inspired dessert. There was Toblerone cheesecake balls, but uh, you're a big fan of brownies. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So that recipe is up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page for uh, people who'd like to have a go at making it themselves. Yep. Uh, thanks to Lynn, who's jumped on the Facebook page to say, Yes, love it. Actually got some now. Cannot find raspberry anymore, which was also great. Everyone seems to be enamoured with the uh, the raspberry Pepsi Max. <laughs> yeah. I, I vaguely remember it. Mm. But yeah, mango <sighs> is the new one at the moment. Yep. Well, we will take a super quick break and we will be back after this with our Kinder Surprise. Okie dokie, Max, it is time for us to open up this week's Kinder Surprise. Yep. There goes the uh, the wrapper. Mm -hmm. It's hot. <laughs> I think because of the cold weather, perhaps. Oh, you are struggling. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't want to smash the chocolate all over your bed. That's something I, yeah. I keep meaning to ask. Have you had uh, any bits of chocolate and stuff left, <laughs> left over in your bed when yeah. you're recording these things from home? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Not the best thing to wake up with chocolate smeared all over your face. 
Okay, what is inside? It is an owl thing. An owl. Similar style as our uh, monkeys. Oh, okay. Yeah. It could possibly be from the same series. So what yeah, you, it is. What do you have to do to put that together? Uh, it was three pieces. The owl clips onto the ground thing, and the background paper just goes on. Slides in, so you've got kind of an owl hanging on a tree branch. Yep. Very good. Well, thank you for that. And that almost wraps up the show for today. Mm-hmm. As we said, uh, next week, this time next week, it will be Father's Day. So perhaps you want to uh, try that Toblerone brownie recipe for a bit of a present you could uh, make at home. Yeah. But uh, if you've got any suggestions for sweet treats that are good for Dad, you might like to post them on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page because this will be our second lockdown celebrating our parents. We had Mother's Day in round one, Father's Day mm-hmm. in round two. Yeah. So uh, don't forget to look after your whole family throughout the yep. rest of the week. But uh, that's it from us. Thanks again, Max, for uh, zo- zooming through. That's okay. Got any big plans for the week? Um, schoolwork. Schoolwork. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note... Uh, Stick around for unconventional ramblings, and we'll catch you next Sunday for more sweet treats. Catch you later. Bye. See ya. Gonna find my baby, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. My motto's always been when it's right, it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold, dark night when everything's a little clear in the light of day? It's always gonna be there anyway Thinking of you's working up my appetite Looking forward to a little afternoon delight Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight